you know, there are a lot of different areas that you can look at this and say that maybe some some parts of it could be good, but maybe others could be a disaster, like Keith was just alluding to, or pointing out the people that would really be unfairly affected by it, you know, those that are already living paycheck to paycheck. We're going to get into it right now with the CEO of the CD Howe Institute, Bill Robson. Are there benefits to a provincial sales tax? Mr. Robson, thanks so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much for having me, and uh, I guess uh, I, I should admit that I'm uh, uh, joining you from Ontario, so I'm at a <laughs> safe distance from the people who uh, may not really think a, a PST is a great idea. Yeah, they're passionate for sure, Bill, but you know what? I'm actually glad that you brought up the fact that you're not in Alberta, because not only does that keep you safe in this conversation, but you can also speak to the fact that does it work in another province? I mean, what's, what's the appetite in Ontario when it comes to having a PST. Alberta is the only place that doesn't have one. So is it working elsewhere? Well, in Ontario, as in most provinces, there there was a provincial sales tax for a long time. Uh, Ontario harmonized with the federal GST. So in Ontario, we pay HST. And of course, that's common across the country now, although certainly not everywhere and not necessarily in Alberta's neighbours. Um, but it becomes part of the landscape. And I think many of the people who worry about a sales tax, uh, whether it's a separate sales tax or harmonized with the GST, uh, don't like that kind of money machine aspect uh, to it. Um, in defense of that, uh, all I can say is it is in your face. It's one of those taxes that is visible when you pay it. Um, and and if you'd like your taxes to be visible and in your face and keeping the heat on the government, it's it's got that going for it. And if you're in a position, as Alberta uh, would be, to reduce some other taxes, there are an awful lot of attractive things you can do. Uh, you mentioned the fairness issue. One of the things you can do is you can uh, raise the threshold at which people start to pay personal income taxes. You can right. have a, a support payment as well. So there are things that you can do with that revenue that makes it a, a lot easier pill to swallow. Yeah, and that's been kind of a thread throughout the conversation that we've been having so far, Bill, is the idea, you know, maybe it, it has to do with a larger tax reform, and maybe it's adjusting income tax levels so that a PST isn't something that's that's so hard to swallow, and consumers have a little bit of control over what items they're even, they're, they're having to, to pay a PST on, because you can kind of, you can choose as a consumer what it is that you're purchasing, whereas income tax is obviously something you don't have a lot of control over. So maybe that's a better approach to make this, to make this work. Well, you certainly can provide some income support so that the people who are living paycheck to paycheck, uh, you know, if, if you're if you're spending all your money on necessities, then the argument about you know having the choice isn't isn't as persuasive. Um, but the thing that I, I I would weigh in on, and you touched on it before I came on, was the stability of the revenue. Uh, I think one of the really attractive things from the point of view of budgeting is to have that more stable source of revenue. It does even out the booms and busts. And and for the skeptics, I mean, I take all this seriously. If I were an Albertan, I would be very reluctant to, to give up that, uh, you know, sales tax free uh, status without something, uh, you know, pretty tangible in, in response. But one of the things that boom bust cycles do is they ratchet government spending up. It is very hard uh, during the booms when you've got really cyclical revenue sources to avoid the temptation to spark, start spending 
the whole lot. And, and you know, uh, that, that ratcheting up effect uh, does over time um, uh, cause Alberta to spend more. I mean, that's been something people have often commented on, that uh, a lot of Alberta government expenditures per person seem to be a lot higher uh, than those in other provinces. And I think the boom-bust cycle is one of the reasons. So you might actually get some benefit from that more stable revenue source that you're not ratcheting up all your expenditures in boom times and then having the pain of uh, uh, trying to deal with what you now can't afford during the bus. But it's because of, I think, that high government spending that it makes people really skeptical to get on board with this. Because when a politician brings this up, they immediately say, well, how can I, how can I trust that you're going to be able to manage my money then? If you're introducing a tax, it's because you're spending too much of it already. And so I think even that point alone just kind of negates the conversation even being brought up from, by policymakers because no one is really comfortable wanting to even talk about this. Well, if Alberta had less spending per person than other provinces, and no sales tax, it'd be a more persuasive argument, right? Uh, but with the existing situation, Alberta often has gone through these cycles of being relatively more expensive. So at the very least, I'd say it's not a decisive argument. Um, the, the other thing that's important to get on the table, speaking from an economic point of view, and, and the Business Council would have had this in view as well, is that the sales tax... You know, nobody likes paying tax, and every tax uh, has its economic costs. Uh, but sales taxes are less of a problem. Um, the, uh, corporate income tax, uh, it seems like an attractive thing to many people to charge a lot of corporate income tax because it feels like somebody else is paying. But when you look at what it does to investment, when you look at how it drives activity out of a province, uh, the corporate income tax is a very damaging way to raise revenue. And sales taxes are a lot less damaging, and you can make uh, the province more more competitive and whether you think it's uh, going to be uh, you know relatively easy to uh, deal with the booms and busts and the regulatory hostility that there is towards the fossil fuel industry uh, lately um, you know with economic diversification or 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 not if you're going to have a more efficient tax system you're just going to be better off uh, whichever way the economy develops so uh, I know that's not a very persuasive argument at street level but in other provinces that did harmonize with the uh, federal GST, uh, that ended up being an important part of the argument because business people would say, look, it's costing me so much to operate here uh, versus so much less to operate in a place where they've done the harmonization. So how about it? And that ended up being a persuasive argument because who wants to see business go elsewhere? Right. Great point, Bill. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. I really appreciate your perspective on this. Well, thank you. I hope the conversation keeps going. I know it's an awkward <laughs> one to have, but uh, I'm sure it will. <laughs> uh, there, there are better and worse ways to tax, and uh, however unwelcome that message might be, the GST is not such a bad one. Bill, thank, thank you, you so much. Take care. Okay, Bill Robson is the CEO of the C.D. Howe Institute, talking about potential benefits to a provincial sales tax 